Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson, and it's August 18th. The 19th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution was ratified on this day in 1920. On paper, the 19th Amendment was the one that gave women in the United States the right to vote at the national level. By this point, a number of states and municipalities already did. For example, women in Wyoming Territory had the right to vote in 1869, and when Wyoming became a state in 1890, it included women's suffrage in its constitution. This made it the first state to give women the right to vote. And the 19th Amendment was first introduced in Congress before Wyoming's statehood, all the way back in 1878. It took 41 years for it to pass, and it's not like those years were spent trying to improve it. The text when it passed was the same as the text when it was first introduced more than 40 years before. But when I say on paper, it was what gave women the right to vote, in reality, it was not so clear-cut. As the post-Civil War Reconstruction ended, a lot of states passed discriminatory voting laws to prevent Black people from voting. These were things like poll taxes, literacy tests, things like that. And then also the 15th Amendment, which had given Black citizens the right to vote, excluded, quote, Indians not taxed. So while the 19th Amendment spells it out this way, quote, The right of citizens of the United States to vote shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or by any state on account of sex. Congress shall have the power to enforce this article by appropriate legislation. In the real world, there were a lot of barriers to voting for a lot of people, especially the ones who were not white. Native American women were granted the right to vote Uh, after being granted U.S. citizenship under the Snyder Act of 1924. And then the 24th Amendment outlawed poll taxes and federal elections. That was ratified in 1964. And then the Voting Rights Act of 1965 helped protect the right to vote that Black women and other minorities had already been granted under the 19th Amendment but didn't have equal access to. Even today, voting is not equally accessible to everyone. But even with all of those caveats, it was still a really long road to the 19th Amendment, one that was worth celebrating at the end. It had come up for a vote over and over and failed every time, and it only passed after the 1918 election cycle, in which the National American Women's Suffrage Association, the National Women's Party, and a lot of other organizations had all heavily campaigned for candidates who would pass the 19th Amendment. It was only after that election and literally decades of work and protests and demonstrations and arrests and force feedings and a terrifying night of abuse inflicted on arrested suffragists in 1917 that the Senate finally passed the amendment in May of 1919 and then the House followed in June. That was not the end of the road, though. It still needed to be ratified by 36 of the then 48 states, and that required another round of ongoing advocacy, working with all the states to get them to ratify this amendment. It finally got enough support when Tennessee ratified it on August 18th of 1920, and then Secretary of State Bainbridge Colby declared it to be in effect on the 26th. 
You can learn more about the 19th Amendment in several episodes of Stuff You Missed in History Class, including Night of Terror at the Occoquan Workhouse on November 8th of 2017. Thanks to Tari Harrison for her audio skills on all of these episodes. And you can subscribe to this day in history class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Tomorrow, we will have an underdog story about a prolific inventor. 